0: A story, I've got a story, we've got a story. I'm Brad McEwen, and I'm here to tell that story. This is Beyond the Bank. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the first of an exclusive two part Beyond the Bank where I sit down with Phoebe Putney CEO Scott Steiner for a long overdue discussion about his journey to Albany, his philosophies on healthcare and the challenges of navigating the global COVID pandemic that has shrouded our community for the bulk of his time here. In today's episode, Scott shares a little bit about his Midwestern roots, his journey into healthcare, and the many factors and motivations that brought he and his family to the Albany community they have fully embraced as their home. Kicking things off, you're originally a Midwesterner.
1: Yeah, born and raised uh, for the most part in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, So, uh, you know, Midwestern values, uh, home of the 11-time world champion, St. Louis Cardinals. Um, I had big, to plug that, huh? Big uh, big Cardinals fan. And I think the last time we, we beat the Braves. But, uh, um, Ouch. yeah, it, it, it's, uh, you know, it's who we are. It's really all I knew. Never thought I'd leave. Uh, if you'd have told me, you know, I'd end up in Chicago or Detroit or now Albany, uh, I would have bet you everything I had that I'd never leave St. Louis. What, what was it about
0: uh, that particular area that you think that just appealed to you? You know, I, th- I think it's...
1: One is just kind of what I knew, you know, growing up, it's, it was home. Um, You know, of course, went to high school there. I went to college in Missouri State in Springfield, Missouri. Um, You know, I was a big sports fan, uh, loved our home teams, Uh, you know, came back got my master's degree um, at, at Webster in St. Louis. And, you know, just, I just didn't think of anything different. I mean, we, we, we did some traveling and certainly knew of other places, but, you know, it just never crossed my mind that uh I'd, I'd ever we'd we would ever leave St. Louis. Funny how life works yeah. out, isn't it? That's right. It's a it's a it's a journey and um uh it it's gonna be okay. I mean, you know, when I look back and um I, there's nowhere I'd rather be than Albany, Georgia. Well, uh, I'm glad right to hear right that. now. So I'm, I'm glad that's to hear right that.
0: Now uh so, still have family in the air at St. Louis?
1: So I do. I my sister's there. My folks have retired uh to Hilton Head. So we're actually uh conveniently close to to them and visited them several times. Uh, but, you know, uh, Ann's uncle's cousin, certainly uh majority of our family and my wife's family uh, is in the St.
0: Louis area. And uh, and even though you've been down here a while now, I mean, we're still we're still red and white all the way. right? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. There's a, um, a having
1: some distance between uh, our family and us is, is not a bad thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you would give me a little bit of flavor about, uh, you know, growing up in the Steiner household. Uh, you know, wh- what was it like? What was your childhood? What do you think of when you think back on that? Yeah. You know, I, I think it was
1: uh, a pretty uh, normal childhood, uh, you know, uh, friends and sleepovers. And, um, you know, I went to a, a, a public school then went to a Catholic, uh, uh, school, um, went to an all boys, um, high school, uh, Christian brothers college high. And, um, you know, I, I think I had a pretty, maybe it was boring, but pretty typical, uh, childhood. I, I was just, I love sports, any, and, any, and all sports, uh, I remember playing racquetball with my dad one day to, you know, uh, tackle football in grade school with buddies and uh, baseball was by far my my love. I had a love of sports, but I was uh, I was uh, pretty decent at all sports. I just couldn't master sort of any of them. Uh, but uh, growing up was good. My 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 folks uh, were, were good people. I have an older sister. Uh, and, uh, you know, so we had a, a you know, I'd say it was pretty normal. This is always
0: intriguing to me because I like to to know if somebody, you know, kind of what they experienced growing up, how that factors into where they end up. At what point did you decide, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna look toward medicine for a career? You know yeah. sports buff, but I'm gonna go into medicine.
1: Yeah. So uh, you know, I went to I mentioned going I went to college at, at Missouri State. When I went, it was called Southwest Missouri. And um, you know, I, I just knew I was always wanted to go to, to college. To experience, to have that experience, I, I can't say as I was the best student. Um, I didn't make the dean's list, uh, but uh, and I had a good time. But uh, you know, I, I graduated. I had a degree in management, uh, and I didn't really know what I was going to do with it. My father was uh, a manager. I always admired my father. My father was my best man at my wedding, um, so we've got a, a special relationship. And uh, my dad uh, was a plant manager at a printing company. They printed liquor labels. So. Uh, I used to work there in the summers as a summer help and, you know, and and I having that admiration for my dad, I always knew, I always knew I, I wanted to be in management. So I get this degree and then it's like, you know, now what, uh, I get home, uh, to the St. Louis area and the only jobs available were sales jobs. And while I, uh, know that sales is part of any job out there, uh, I couldn't do that all day, every day. That just wasn't me. And so I got, uh, went to, uh, uh, graduate school, got an MBA, but I needed to have an emphasis and I really needed to have a, uh, a path, right. What was going to be different after going to two years of graduate school, having an MBA and now what is it, you know, so I needed to, to, to shift and, uh, um, environmental management was big, uh, in, in the, the late eighties, early nineties, you know, with recycling and where everything was going, Uh, but uh, the the closest school that offered a um, a graduate degree in that was uh, Oklahoma. Um, I had been dating uh, my wife and that just wasn't going to be a possibility. We graduated. She was an established teacher. And so uh, I get this MBA and I have an emphasis in health services management. I was always drawn to healthcare and, you know, I probably didn't put it together too much then, but looking back, my mom was a nurse. Uh, She was a later in life nurse. So in her forties, she got her RN degree. I remember going into uh the uh, cadaver lab with her. Um now it was not uh it was cats, uh not uh not human human cadaver lab and on Saturdays and 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 always being intrigued. But I think what I remembered most, uh and probably what influenced me were the stories my mom would have. She would come home, right? And uh we'd we eat dinner, we were a big family to have dinner, uh, everyone around the table, you know, TV wasn't on, and we talked about our days and my mom would talk about her patients. She was an ICU nurse. And, and, uh, again, I don't think I, in the moment really understood it as much as I do now reflecting upon it, but, and she loved her patients. She just, and I, now I look back and think, how did you love somebody that you, you only knew that day? Right. And, but, um, I've had the conversation with her since then. And, and she just, she loved being a nurse. She loved taking care of them. She loved the ICU. Uh, and, um, the patients and their families. She, she just uh, saw that opportunity to be sort of the ultimate mother to these, to these patients. And she found ways to uh, not only tell the story uh, about the care of the patient, but she'd tell the story about the patient and how they ended up there. And now probably breaking HIPAA laws that weren't in, in, in play in the, in the eighties. But um, oftentimes there were stories about young men who did dumb things, who ended up in the in the ICU. So there was some life lessons for me there as a, as a young, a young man. But I think ultimately, Brad, that's, that's, you know, my mom and my dad kind of came, the, my experience with them uh, kind of came together and that's, it, it all happened for me then in graduate school, um, uh, got the degree and then had the opportunity to do an internship uh, at the end of that at a hospital in East St. Louis, Illinois, just crossed the Mississippi river. And uh, I was off uh, to the
0: races. And it, it just clicked at that point. You knew where you needed to be.
1: Yeah. I just knew I needed to be. And again, this, this hospital I was at was just, just very poor uh, hospital run by an order of nuns who had 13 hospitals at the time. They no longer have any hospitals. We were the last hospital they sold in, in the early two thousands. But, um, uh, you know, they, they did it because they loved people. They loved human beings. Um, and, and they paid for it because they didn't have great payer mix, right? People talk about these days, you talk about Northside and in Atlanta. Um, uh, you know, it's all about the payer mix. And, and so, you know, again, that's where I found, um, my love of healthcare and a love of just helping people. And when I think about where I've been, whether it's East St. Louis, Illinois, uh, uh in Chicago in a, a town called Berwyn, which is a mostly Latino, uh, population that has its own set of challenges to downtown Detroit, to, to here in Albany. While I haven't intentionally um, sort of looked at it to say I want to work in communities that you know ha- have certain challenges, I've just always been drawn to it uh, for whatever reason. But um, that working in East St. Louis really set that foundation for me in healthcare, and, and uh, I, I never looked back. Um, I got out of healthcare for a couple of years, uh, thinking I might want to just be in business. And I think it took about three months, and I said, "What am I doing?" Uh, uh, it, it was not as exciting as healthcare and, uh, you know, it, there's an adrenaline rush, uh, working, working in healthcare, certainly in hospitals. And, uh, uh, it, it's, it's tempered by that ability to help people at the most vulnerable time of their life. And while I don't get to do that each and every day, like our doctors, our nurses, our therapists, um, I try to find those opportunities to make a difference. Um, that's what feeds my soul and I've always felt that way. No matter where I've been, I've tried to find those opportunities because when just when I spend too much time in meetings or talking about uh, things that don't really impact patient care, um, I need to get out of the office and I need to go see some patients to really reconnect to why we do why I do what
0: I do. I'm interested in the non-traditional nature of your mom going back to school. Same kind of situation for me. I remember my mom going to junior college when I was in middle school and, you know, embarking on a whole new life. But I remember distinctly watching her kind of decide where she wanted to go, it, you know, cause, and, and it's funny, you talk about nursing and medical profession and, and her going into nursing late in her life. My best friend is a travel nurse. He didn't, he got his degree from Dart in his thirties. You know, he was one of those guys that just, was kind of aimless, but once he made up his mind and saw where he plugged in, he knew it. Did, was there a lot of discussion about that? Did you see that from your mom as she made those decisions? And yeah,
1: you know, I was, um, you know, I don't 11, 12. So I I probably wasn't paying a whole lot of attention, but I remember those conversations. I remember my, my mom was frustrated with getting laid off. She had been uh, an administrative secretary at a, uh, at a company and, you know, it was, this was the seventies and the early eighties and things weren't always great. And she'd be laid off. And, you know, my dad was, um, a a fireman who did moving jobs on the weekend. Uh, and so, I mean, we were, um, you know, I don't, I don't know what category we were blue collar at at best. And and that, that was great. Um, that's what we knew. But, um, you know, my mom, I think one, um, was drawn to healthcare because of, that connection she could have with a human being, uh, and and then two, she was wanting a, a career that was more stable than where she had been. And those those, uh, I think it was really nothing more than that. And um, boy, she never looked back. She loved every day.
0: Well, it sounds to me like the uh, the desire to help people was probably front and center That's right. in making that decision. Now let's fast forward a little bit, Scott. To Albany, Georgia, Phoebe Putney. How long's it been now? Oh, uh, almost two and a half years. Golly, time flies. Yeah, it sure does. How, were you familiar with the community prior to no. that?
1: No. When, you know, I got a call from a recruiter, get calls all the time. Um, and uh, they said, you know, hey, you got this opportunity in, in Albany, Georgia. and. Uh, that same week I, I knew I had to, I was leaving uh, Detroit and it wasn't because of the city. It was just the company tenant healthcare I was working for. We uh, became misaligned uh, in uh, where I thought that company, uh, how I thought healthcare should be done and how tenant thought healthcare should be done. And um, I, I just couldn't, uh, could no longer uh, work in that environment. I did it for 13 years. And I think you can, you can appreciate that it, uh, couldn 't sleep at night uh knowing it, so um you know i that that summer of of uh two thousand and eighteen um i was uh those calls I was getting I was paying a bit more attention to it, and I knew i wanted to, we wanted to get somewhere warmer and uh you know so that you know it 's kind of like well, where do you want to go it 's like oh i don't know is there any jobs in Hawaii <laughs> um, but I was getting a lot of offers uh to to look at positions in Pennsylvania and boston northeast and nothing wrong with the northeast but uh, again, uh, we wanted to, you know, uh, I'm 52 and, uh, we knew we wanted to be somewhere warmer. And so here in the same week, I got a call about Houston, Charlotte and Albany. And, uh, and, uh, I remember the, the recruiter, uh, Susan called me about Albany and told me about the, the, the organization. I was like, huh. I said, and, and I said, all right, now, now where is Albany? And so she, she explained it. And, um, you know, it just all clicked. It, it of the the positions I was looking at, um, I was least um, just on paper least suited for this one. An independent organization, um, a midsize. You know, these others were like tenant. They were a big system. You had to understand the matrixed organization. Um, but when when we the more I learned about it from from Susan, the more we talked about it, and then when we we came here for the interview. Uh, my wife, and it was unusual for her to say that or for I, uh, I had done the interview, the first interview on a Friday afternoon with the, the, the committee. And then we drove, uh, had dinner at uh, um, Henry Campbell's and uh, everybody was so nice. I mean, it was, we both were like, what is going on? Do they know we're here? <laughs> like, how do they know us? And uh, the next day we went up to Lake Blackshear and walked around. This was in uh, November uh, of 18 of and um just the, just all those interactions with the, the search committee, uh, had a good time to talk to Dr. Calbreath, who is just the gentleman of gentlemen. He is. And, uh, great man. My wife said, um, this feels like home. I mean, you know, second day. And I, I remember looking at her and I said, it does. And now, you know, we weren't trying to get too excited about anything that we had had, I'd had one, two hour interview. Um, but you know, it progressed and, uh, we fell in love uh, with Southwest Georgia, uh, with Albany. Um, you know, if you, if you talk to my wife and she can be pretty critical about where we've lived uh, and uh, she, she tells you uh, how, how much she loves being here, you know, the weather, all that, that's great, but she just loves the people. And what we get to realize is people are just nice, right? They're just nice. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, it, it, it makes you feel so good inside. Um, we just, had every time we visit, we had to have more of it. That's and, awesome. And it just, I would say it was God's plan. Um, and, and when I look at my career, had I not had to, go, had I not gone through some of those hardships, um, even with tenant, um, I never would have had this, this opportunity open to me. You know,
0: life's funny that way. It's that sometimes the toughest hits we take end up being the best. Right. Right.
1: The failure, failure builds. Uh, right. When you, if you're trying to build your body, you gotta, you gotta have those muscles fail. Uh, in order to build upon them. And life's just like that. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: When I'm really excited to hear you talk about the people, uh, Scott, you know, when I'd made the transition to come from the Albany Herald, and like you, I had been in an industry had worked for a company that I it, we had just disconnected and I had left and gone to a whole different career path. And uh, when the opportunity came to go over to ab and and get involved in, it wasn't just about ABT, it was the desire that ABT had to tell the story of the community. And it, it's so powerful for me to hear, me to hear that because. I can think of so many conversations we've had at the bank and, and conversations have happened with others is for all the negativity you hear about Albany, this, that, and the other, we don't have this or we wish we had this, or this is too much of this or whatever. The one thing that seems to be consistent all the time is, but the people are so wonderful. Right. I mean, and that's been the genesis of what we're doing today. That's right. You that's know? right. People,
1: the people, right. The people make it. it I was, I was um, thinking about this and talking to my wife about it a few weeks ago. We were, um, talking about community pride. And, um, when I tell people, uh, they said, where have we been? I said, you know, I worked in Detroit, um, the last, you know, three years before I came here. And they were like the city. And I said, I say, yeah, I was actually in downtown Detroit. And they're like, Ooh. And, uh, I kind of just laugh. And I, I, I try to tell people Detroit's a great city. The people are, are, um, it, it's a different kind of nice, uh, here, I would say in the South, people have their heads up in the North, you know, they're nice people. They're just worried about their own day, yeah. right? They don't have time to say, how you doing? How you feeling? How's your daddy, um, uh, <laughs> or, or your father? Um, it, but, um, people have a pride for Detroit, um, that, you know, I, I wish we had more up here. Right. And, and I, cause I, um, in Detroit, people put it on their cars, you know, how much they love Detroit. There's a store called um, Detroit versus everybody. Uh, and it, so it's a store and they sell shirts that say Detroit versus everybody because they've sort of been this, you know, this um, they've been beat upon for years. You know, the d- depression and the car industry and the bankruptcy. And um, and, and so what they've done, they banded together. And they and, and if you try to talk bad about them as a city, they're going to come after you. They know they've got issues. Sure. They know they've got issues, but they have an immense amount of community pride. You know, it's, it's kind of like your family. You don't air your dirty laundry out in, in, in front of everything. And I, I wish uh, Albany would, in, um, in Southwest Georgia just do a little bit more of that. Right. We're not, we're never going to be perfect. I agree. Um, sometimes people just lack the perspective. All, if you, all you know is this, you lack the perspective of anything else. Sure. If you think every other community has got to be better than Albany, everybody else has better
0: sure. schools or, or crime rates or, you just haven't been anywhere else. Yeah, well, Everybody's got problems. It's like my 11 year old who thinks that I'm just an absolute tyrant. It's yeah. like, man, you, or, or that his life is just so hard. And I'm That's thinking, right. you know, there's a lot of other households <laughs> in Albany you could live in. That's right. It'd be all a lot worse. All about perspective. You know, it's, I, I think you hit the nail on the head, Scott, and, it, and it's funny, you know, yet again, here I am talking to a recent transplant to my community who just cannot stop raving about my commu- about this community. And, uh, it, It never, it didn't. When I was with the Herald, when I would welcome people, you know, in my previous banking life and my career with ABT, new folks come to town and you get to talking to them, and they're just really surprised when they hear some of the things that natives have to say, and they're like, "What are you talking about, man? This is just such a great place." That's right. And they always say, "And what great people." That's right. What great people, (laughs) you know? Right. So let's let's leverage that commodity, right? I mean, that's what. Every community needs to do. And I don't think we look at the people of Albany the way we look at things like the riverfront uh, or our education system or our wonderful health system. That is, I mean, Albany folks in Albany don't realize what they've got a lot of the times. And so I just think it's really cool to see that hear that perspective from somebody who's relatively new to the community. Unfortunately, we sometimes
1: will learn that when it's gone. Right. You don't know what you got till it's gone. And we need to make sure it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't go right. And, and to your point, it's the people. It's, it's do, you know, we're not always going to agree, but man, if, if we can just love on each other just a little bit more okay. than we're doing today watch what can happen. Sure. Well, I mean, how many
0: business civic leaders have you talked to that'll talk about, you know, we got to get our young people to come back after college. That's right. This, that and there. Well, if you talk to the young people, they'll tell you part of the reason they don't come back is the attitude. That's right. You that's know, right. It's not because there's not an opportunity. That's right. It's not
1: because there's not a bar that there's not enough bars that they want to go to. And you know, that's what I hear all. Oh, they don't want to come back because there's not enough bars or nightlife or you know okay thats that's good till you're you know what twenty five twenty six I mean eventually right you know you, you yep. want values community values, you want you know um what you remember home to be like you want good people yeah and, and so there's i don't I don't go with it we don't have enough coffee shops and bars um it, it, it's about that community pride, right I mean people want to be around other people that love to be here right absolutely but why would I want to be around negative people that that continue to complain or you know, uh, always find the negative in the situation. Uh, those, you know, there's a million books out there, but um, you know, it's those people that steal your joy. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for people mm-hmm. like that. You want to steal my joy? No, no, thank you. Um knock on don't the have next to be, door. That's right. We don't have to be friends, you can move on. If the only thing you want to talk about is is a negative and a negative and a negative, um, that's your issue. Yeah. That, don't that's not mine. So uh
0: I'm not gonna let you contaminate my thinking uh with that. I love that mindset got a. You get to Albany yeah. and it's just a normal, it's a new job, new place, learning a new company, That's learning right. new surroundings, this that and the other and what the honeymoon lasted what? Maybe 12 months. Yeah. And then year. I started March 1st of of 2019
1: and we had our first patient, our covid patient March 10th and um you know, it people said, "Oh, didn't I'm so grateful I had a year." Um I spent that year talking to a whole lot of folks, uh, which was really important, uh, really to listen, uh, to, to do less talking and, and, and more listening, uh, to, you know, who, who the community is, who, who they believe Phoebe is, who they want Phoebe to be, mm-hmm. um, to our patients, to our, our teams. Um, you know, they had, you had uh, Joel who had been here for 31 years and, 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 and I was just the next chapter. Yep. and that's why I tried to put it it's not about better or worse just about the next chapter. Sure. And I'm so grateful I had that year to do that and and uh you know even with covid and you know we'll, I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about it it's um it's still been a blessing. There the, I would tell you my um worst day here is still better than my uh, best day at at in at tenant. Wow. Um, and so um we get, I could tell you a few stories and make your toes toes curl, but um, <laughs> we'll we'll save that for another time. But it it's it's been um, it hasn't been easy, but it never will be.
0: Um, but it's been it's been awesome. I do want to talk about that first year uh, before we do transition a little bit about COVID and what the last you know year plus has been like. You said you spent a lot of that first year just meeting people, visiting, talking, going around the community, listening. What did you hear? What 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 was the community telling you when you got here?
1: Yeah. Um, one, I, I think what I heard the community saying is thanks for listening. Um, we, we'd like you to, to, to hear us more. Not, not that you're always going to give people what they want. Right. You know, um, but that there's that opportunity to be heard. And, and I, that was loud and clear that, uh, we needed to improve how we listened, uh, to our business leaders, our civic leaders, um, our state leaders, uh, and, and certainly our our team members and our patients um, and and we can do, we do that in a lot of different ways and so i I've, I spent uh, quite a bit of time uh, hearing that um, you know I've heard things as you know uh, of how we bill um, you know we can do a better job of billing um, organizing the billing in certain ways i I, I heard how um, you know opportunities we we have to serve other parts of the community uh, in different ways. Um, you know, whether it be East Albany or South Albany or Northwest that there's different services needed and, uh, how are we implementing those services? Are we really, truly asking the community, um, the partnerships that we have, you know, um, you know, we're not the, um, we're not the, 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 the big bear, right. I don't, I, I want to be partners with people. I want to help. I want to grow. I want, uh, I'm a big believer in rising tide lives all boats. and uh, so I, I want the community's boat to lift, the counties, Southwest Georgia's. I want um, our fellow hospitals in the area, right? We can't, uh, you know, uh, 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 collude, but we can certainly partner in who's providing uh, different services, who does them well. I don't want us to to I'm not here to to um, to fill unnecessary needs. Our, our I think our role is to fill in gaps as we think about care for the community and. And I think we've done that in shifting, uh, really getting that information that first year, and so we know how to shift as we think about uh, uh, violence in our community. Isn't the isn't isn't the only uh, um, issue? Uh, it, our police force—it's not you know—it's not only their responsibility; it's all of our responsibility, including healthcare, right? Um, you know, uh, uh, certainly uh, healthcare things, the rates of diabetes, and. And other things, those are more obvious. But I, what I heard is Phoebe needs to take a, a, a different role. Sometimes it's a lead role. Sometimes it's a partner role in other things outside of traditional healthcare, Right. How are we truly healing a community, community gardens, mobile units? Um, and so that's that's what we heard that first year is um, uh, people were excited. What I heard is people were excited. Um, people felt like they were being heard uh, and they hadn't been in, in a while. Uh, and, and so that's what I was left with, but I was also just personally still left with the amount of pride that, that people had, you know, they, most people do see that the benefit of having Phoebe in their community there, this is, this is pretty abnormal. Usually in a community this size, if you have cancer services, you you need to go to Atlanta. You need to go to Jacksonville. If you need heart services beyond some basic things, same thing, you need to be packaged up and and so what we can offer to this community is, is pretty staggering uh it it it's pretty great and um I'm looking forward to how
0: we can continue to do that for uh for south you know I'm glad you pointed that out I think it uh you know like you said earlier folks only know what they know. And if they don't have that outside perspective to kind of see what it is they have, they just don't realize it. And and it's cool to hear you talk about something like a community like Albany, having access to a place like Phoebe and then, and the things that Phoebe does for people. Um, I saw it firsthand with my father as a, you know, with with what he went through and and men like, you know, Dr. Johnny and and the loving care that he provided. Um, And it's neat that we're talking about that, that, that this week, because I'm currently in the process of, tying a ribbon on all the Lights of Love uh, write-ups for the tree lighters that I do for the foundation every year, just because I think it's the right thing to do. Um, But to sit here, you know, it's two years in a row I've done this now and I interview these people, you know, Worth County, Sumter County, Albany, um, and, and consistently every single time. You, you I, you're not gonna find a better people. Not gonna find better doctors. You know the 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 care that that I had and that I could do it at home and that I wasn't being shipped off to Atlanta. And to hear people like you know Sam Sugar talking about you know I mean I've got him on tape saying you know I could go anywhere and I did the research. I'm at the best place you know and to have that in my backyard and people need to know that they need to know that's available to them that's me. right
1: well in, you know i worked at academic institutions in 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 detroit um I, i've been at the biggest and i've been at the smallest i would say east st louis and and uh it, back to the, your point it's all about the people right i mean you know uh it's it's the it's the physicians it's the infusion nurses it you know dr Johnny's and dr uh, McAfee's and and dr Kimseys and um, uh, I had uh, a Phoebe skeptic, uh, one time tell me, um, you know, Dr. Muneretti, um, who's one of our, a surgical oncologists, um, um, saved my daughter's life. I mean, they were, they're emotional about it. And, and I know how great Dr. Muneretti is and, and our doctors. That's what matters. Just because you call yourself tr- cancer treatment centers of America doesn't mean that you don't mean that you know everything about cancer. Um, and. Uh, it's it, it is about those people right the bricks and mortar yeah that that it's but it's all about those people and and how much they care about the
0: community yeah I mean my mom if when she sees that those red coats that used to take her husband to into his treatment she runs yeah. up and hugs them and that's this right is, gosh, 16 years ago he, we lost him that's you right. know uh that's pretty powerful when you still have those types of connections that's you right. know I tear up when I'm around dr Johnny just because yeah. I remember what he did yeah. so yeah but, you know and just
1: put a pin in it you know uh we've we're establishing a trauma to center here. And and I've had a few people say, why are we doing that? Why are we wasting that money and uh, on trauma? Because it is costly. You get really no more reimbursement for doing trauma. And, but we've got to have a surgeon here all the time. We've got to have, uh, we've had to hire five or six people just to have that designation, put a helipad in, um, all this training and the application. And, and I, I, I said, I understand. I said, um, it, financially, it, if, if we were just looking to, to make money, um, we wouldn't do it, right? We wouldn't do a lot of what we do. Um, and, but, um, with, with trauma, uh, it's one of those things you don't think about it until it's you or your loved one. Uh, and, and I tell people, it's just like a heart attack or a stroke. Uh, trauma is all about blood loss. It's not really the the impact. Most traumas are vehicle, motor vehicle accidents. People a lot of times think they're shootings or other things that there's a very small percentage and most of it's a motor vehicle accident, agriculture accident, but it, it, that's when you appreciate trauma and when you, it's you or your loved one on a helicopter getting flown here or an ambulance saying, I'm glad they've got a surgeon that can be there in 15 minutes um, or, or is actually on site. I'm glad they've got a, an OR that's ready to go to save my life or save my loved one's life. And, and, but that's, that's the right thing to do. It's not fiscally the smartest thing to do, but it's the right thing to do for our community because the nearest trauma centers in Macon or in Tallahassee, um, you will if you have a serious, you will die of blood loss uh, on on that helicopter on your way, um, and and so that's our responsibility um, as a, a healthcare entity here is to serve our community in a variety of different ways,
0: and that's that's just one of them. Well, and I'm glad you mentioned you know trauma and the way that trauma brings geography and time to, together with the treatment and the care that somebody needs. And it brings up the notion too, that I think, at least I see it, I'd love to hear your opinion on it. You know, a lot of folks locally, they still look at Phoebe Putney Memorial hospital that was Albany's hospital. And they don't often think about what we're doing. That, that, that Phoebe's community is a little bit bigger than just Doherty and Lee County. Talk to that and how, You have to look at everything through that lens and how the fact that it is a regional health center actually has a pretty good benefit to the to the folks in Doherty and Lincoln. That's right. We are the uh, regional coordinating hospital for for region eight, which is uh, it's
1: definitely this sort of southwestern corner. Um, And so we coordinate uh, emergency uh, care services, um, trauma or NICU. We get all babies that need to be in a NICU from all those hospitals when they need to be transferred, they're transferred here. Uh, and so we definitely have, um, you know, hopefully it's a hometown feel, but we've got a regional uh, reach. Um, everyone doesn't do um, uh, open heart surgery. And, and that's a good thing because statistics say uh, the more cases you do, the better you're at it. So if you've got everyone doing it and you've watered down those cases, no one's going to be good at it. And so uh, healthcare works that way. Um, so we are definitely not only serving Darty County Lee County, um, but you know, um, we have a, a big, a big net network, uh, and we throw out, we cast a big net of who we actually serve. Um, you know, it's about 22 counties when you really think of it, but we've got patients that come, uh, come from all over. So, uh, we are, uh, that local, uh, local hometown hospital, uh, and healthcare system. Certainly we've got a hospital, uh, in, in Sumter and Worth, uh, clinics and urgent care centers. So, you know, we need to
0: expand that reach and 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 fill critical gaps uh, in in healthcare delivery. Sure. Well, and, and talk to me a little bit too, just about the push for physicians in in rural areas. And, and I don't think people realize that all that you know, folks in Albany and Doherty County at Phoebe are thinking about how do we make sure that you know somebody in Vidalia can get whatever it is they need. That's right.
1: I mean, you know, we we've recruited a, a plastic surgeon here, um, uh, um, Dr. Abby Odin. And people are like, you know, what are you doing getting a plastic surgeon? And, you know, are we doing a a bunch of cosmetics? It's not 80 percent of what they do is cancer reconstructive. Um, That's why you need a plastic surgeon. And and so that that ability to recruit physicians uh, needed specialists. We have um, an incredible vascular um, service here. Um, You need incredible vascular services where you have big, big, uh, high rates of diabetes because you have high rates of of uh, dialysis. Who have access issues you know eventually you can't get access and in, in folks arms and 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 so you need all these supporting services in, in the the we want to reduce the number of times where we say you know you're gonna have to go to Atlanta for that because um, that's a burden as a burden on people One, pe- a lot of people don't like to go to the big city uh, but two you know they get a hotel room and 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 it's very costly um, and so you know but that that recruitment um, it's not easy to re- recruit uh, physicians, uh, to, um, Southwest Georgia, but it's not impossible. It's not extremely difficult. Um, some are more difficult just because there's a shortage of them. Psychiatrists, there's a national shortage of psychiatrists. Uh, we've just recruited one. We're looking for another. Um, uh, and so it, it does vary, but one of the things we've really benefited, uh, um, with is our, uh, family medicine residency. You know, it's a, that's a Phoebe, uh, residency. We've got eight per year. It's a three-year residency. So these, these doctors have come out of medical school. They've completed four years of medical school. Now they have to do a residency in family medicine is three years. And so we've got eight per year. So we've got uh, a 24 residents here. Uh, that, uh, that vision 21 years ago when they had it wasn't just to let's just help teach the doctors of tomorrow. It was we need, we need to bring people who aren't necessarily from this area to Albany, show them a great experience. So they will stay. So they will say, "Wow, I didn't think about living here, but look at this. I, I love the community. I love the people. Um, I, I don't need to go back to wherever it is that they came from." And um, you you see that um, sixty five percent of all of our graduates. So golly, it's been over two hundred graduates, um, have stayed in Southwest Georgia. Maybe not always right here in Albany. Some have migrated over to Moultrie or. You know, but it's it, a huge success, a huge success. And so it's all those pieces. Had they not done that, we, I'd be, we'd be talking right now. You know how hard it is to find, find a primary care doctor that wants to come to Albany, Georgia. Nationally, doctors, they, they did a survey of residents who are getting ready to graduate. One percent, one percent of graduating physicians have considered rural medicine. One percent. That's a challenge. We need that to be about 35 to 40 percent. And and so, you know, we've got to just we got to keep up in our game and
0: uh, in, in order to make sure that, that our community is served. Can you share any of the other things that you're doing to continue that pipeline?
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, we've got a, a great partnership with MCG. Uh, they bring their medical students down, uh, those third year and fourth year medical students. So that's important. Um, we've got a great relationship with the University, university of Georgia and their pharmacy program. Uh, all kinds of nursing schools, um, uh, because uh, Brad, we are so short of nurses across the United States. Two and a half million nurses short in the United States before COVID, um, and and so it's projected to be three point two million nurses short in um, in eight years. And, and so um, we, we've got a lot of partnerships going with with those uh, nursing schools at, at Albany State, Albany Tech, Georgia Southwestern, ABEC. We're getting ready to work with Fort Valley. Um, 4C Academy, uh, we completed our simulation lab, um, uh, Doherty, Doherty, uh, County School District, Lee County, because what we, I, I need nurses today. And and so there's these different varying needs, but right. There, there's just not going to be a busload of them that come. So we need to start planting those seeds for down the road. So that's why our work with, uh, our, our universities and, and our technical colleges, but we've got to get kids, more kids interested. I mean, if you you get into, and I think whether it's the doctor, whether it's our physicians coming from MCG, uh, our residency, we're looking to do other residency. I'd love an emergency room residency, a general met or a a general uh, surgery residency. Um, We are going to be active participants in bringing um, young new talent to Southwest Georgia. Um, Again, not not because we weren't doing it well before, but we're just going to get to that next level uh, of doing that. And so, whether it's other healthcare professionals, whether it's nurses, respiratory therapists, doctors, uh, advanced practice practitioners, um, you know, Phoebe's got 600 job openings today, um, and so uh, and that 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 uh, will continue, uh, whether it's Phoebe or any other healthcare system. Uh, the population's getting older; um, they're getting sicker, um, and um, COVID only has exposed that.
0: Well, that concludes part one of my exclusive sit down with Phoebe Putney CEO, Scott Steiner. Be sure to tune in next week where we'll continue our discussion on the current state of healthcare in southwest Georgia and how the health system has navigated the ongoing global pandemic that exploded in Albany less than 18 months ago.